0: This bonus Mike Leach edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie.ag is the official online sports book of Sports Betting Pirates. Use the promo code SGP fifty for a fifty percent deposit bonus, play, win, and get paid. We're also brought to you by Amazon. You already shop at Amazon, why not shop at Amazon and support the podcast? Just go to SportsGamblingPodcast.com/slash Amazon. Bookmark that link. And you can grab Mike Leach's book Geronimo and support the podcast today. Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my partner in picks Ryan, real money Kramer. What's happening Kramer,
1: Uh, everything, Sean, special bonus episode, huh?
0: Special bonus episode of the podcast. That's why you subscribe on iTunes. That's why you rate review and share because we give you not only do we give you content, but we also give you bonus content, including this very special episode. Joining us for the special episode, Kobe Dan, aka the Dantabase from the College Experience. What's up, guys? It's been a while. Feels I like know. it's been a while. What's going on? It's almost football season, right? Football season right around the corner <laughs> at NFL. We'll be kicking off. OTA is getting ready. College football. Colby. you're already getting to your lists, cranking out the college football content over at SportsGamblingPodcast.com, previewing it. And in our preview, you named Your number one college
2: football head coach, Mike Leach. Um, He is the number one. I don't look, I I read a bunch of these other publications having him like in the 20s or the late teens. It's like, are you kidding me? This is Mike Leach, guys. 11 wins at Texas Tech, 11 wins at Washington State. Are you kidding me? I want to ask you this Do you think Nick Saban or Dabo Sweeney could win 11 games at Washington State?
0: Stay tuned for the answer. Before we're joined by Coach Leach, we have to, uh, we get to talk about our presenting sponsor, the pirates themselves sailing the degenerate ship in the gambling waters. That is mybookie.ag. They take care of you over at mybookie.ag. Make it real easy to deposit, more importantly, withdraw. You can bet on anything college football, yes. NFL, yes. NBA, yes. Even the pinball championships. If you want to bet on something, they got you covered over at mybookie.ag. And since you're being referred to uh mybookie.ag by the Sports Gaming Podcast, use that promo code SGP50 for a sweet little 50% deposit bonus. mybookie.ag. They got it all. And they got the formula over at mybookie.ag and that is you play, you win and you get paid. Joining us on the line is the head football coach of Washington state university. Mike Leach. Mike appreciate you calling in.
3: Oh, well thanks so much for having me on.
0: Well, I uh, appreciate it. And uh, yeah, just kick things off. What was your reaction when you saw that we named you the number one college football head coach? Uh,
3: I was honored. I was very flattered. Uh, and, uh, and you know, and I, I appreciate it. and. uh you know, any, any honor or distinction is, uh, is a team honor and distinction. And I've really been proud of, uh, the way our team together and coaches and players have achieved. And, um, you know, and, and I think it that means a lot to all of us because, you know, there's been a lot of hands on the wheel, um, you know, to try to elevate our program and to, uh, you know, work and to do the best we can.
2: I've been loving what you guys have been doing. I read some publications that had you much further down the line on, on, on coaching, which blew my mind. I'm the one who wrote the article, Mike. And, uh, I I just could not believe that they had you so far down. And I, I, I don't understand you've, you've, you've done this now twice. You did this at Texas tech. You did this at Washington state. And I think I really believe in what I wrote and yeah, you guys are doing great things. And I'm, I'm excited to see you guys again this year.
3: Well, I appreciate it. Hold that thought. We had, uh, we had a good spring. I felt like we had a really good spring. Of course I always think uh it's good. It's one of those things the longer it goes on, uh you know, the 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 more in my case the more optimistic I become. Um kinda like during the season. Um you know, on Sunday I don't know if we can beat Pullman High School, but uh <laughs> by 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 Friday by Friday I'm pretty convinced we can beat the Patriots, so <laughs> um this is not a this is not a a game or a sport for rational people and I'm not a rational person so uh well, that, you think, know so I
0: think that's what makes you so entertaining as a uh, football coach as well you you just uh, you're not afraid to go there you're not afraid to lay out some conspiracy theories talk about bigfoot whatever's kind of on your mind uh I, I think fans appreciate that kind of honesty and
3: candor well, if they ask, if they ask me, I'll answer it. You know, there's not, uh, I don't have too much, uh, off limits really. Um, uh, cause otherwise, uh, if it's off limits, they'll talk about it anyway. And then, uh, and then, uh, but I, you know, heck, uh, you know, I figure, uh, I, f- I figure, I figure why not, you know, the, the, the thing is, 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 is everybody's going to be dead in a hundred years anyway. And, you only get so much time to experience, uh, the thoughts and experiences of others. And so, um, you know, I, I think it's best to share from and draw from as uh, many of them as you can. And, uh, I'm sitting here looking at a stack of books on my on deck circle, which has gotten pretty overwhelming. I'll never get them all read, but, um, you know, would like to, and would like to check out his, uh, is, uh, as much as I can. And, uh, and so I guess that's part of it, but, uh, uh, you know, we had a big wandering around <laughs> some of our, uh, our spring game and we had, uh, uh, you know, this, uh, this guy had, uh, well, it was, a, first of all, it wasn't a car. Co- it was a real Bigfoot. but, um, wa- what, what, wandering uh... around our, our complex and our, Real quick, uh, fundraisers. Real
0: quick, Mike. Uh, if Bigfoot was a uh, college football player, what kind of position <laughs> you see him playing?
3: I think a DN, although there is this about it if they if you had five of them and they were on the O line, it would be impossible to call a bad play, <laughs> I would think. Well, um, I- a- I think, I think DN they have long arms. I don't know how fast they are. I'm curious about that, but I think they're fast enough.
1: I've seen those Jack Links commercials. I don't they might have a good arm. <laughs> Quarterback might be the move here.
3: Yeah, uh, although uh and I I think they'd be hard to sack. They'd be pretty hard to sack. <laughs> I don't know about the accuracy, although uh, they usually hit their targets on those commercials. <laughs>
2: Now, Mike, I call our playoff an inventational, and me and you, I think, share the same opinion here that I think sixty-four teams is what needs to happen, or at least at least sixteen or thirty-two.
3: Well, so I think sixteen's the minimum. Sixteen's the minimum, and that's what—that's uh, uh, essentially what one AA does. Division three division two and, uh, a lot of the major high school, you know, uh, kind of regional playoffs and things like that, how it goes. But I, the thing is the 64 works out so well numerically, it's hard to ignore. And, you know, the ultimate, the ultimate is, uh, and this has happened to me more than once. And I have a lot of respect for Gonzaga and their basketball program who are right up the road in Spokane, but I've been on the East Coast and somebody will have some Gonzaga gear on. So I'm thinking, all right, well, this guy's, he's from uh, Sp- Spokane or maybe even Pullman, you know? Yeah. And I'll go up and say, uh, hey, are you from Washington? The guy will say, uh, no, I'm from New York or North Carolina or somewhere. I go Um, well, you got all this Gonzaga stuff on. You have relatives in Spokane. He'll say, where's Spokane? I mean, (laughs) bottom line, the guy just likes Gonzaga because he's uh, been infused with all this energy and enjoyed watching uh, Gonzaga play in the course of the tournament, in the course of advancing the tournament. I think it's short-sighted to think that, you know, everybody's got their team or their alma mater, and once that team's out, they're gonna quit watching or rooting for it, because that doesn't happen in NCAA basketball, nor would it happen in football. Then they'd adopt another one or root for somebody else. Yeah. There would be office pools. Brackets. They would uh they'd hang out in bars, they'd talk to their friends, they'd brag to their buddies with their team one and they picked and their buddy picked somebody else. Uh but you know that in the the way you do it, it works out nearly perfect. And you don't have to You know, you you don't have to add a week or any of this business. Um,
2: I mean, having you know, I'm sorry, sorry to interrupt. Uh, I, I was having four teams when there's five major conferences. Just makes zero sense.
3: Well, it makes no sense. And then in addition to that, there's other good teams out there. And the worst of it is, they don't necessarily. You know, a lot of these conferences are playing conference championship games. They don't even necessarily take the conference champion. That's even more, that's, that's even more mind number. (laughs) And then, um, but, but if you did 64, you cut the regular season back to 10 games and then, um, somewhere in the middle, half of America's teams are having off week and then, uh, and half are playing. And then the next week, the other half are off. And then uh, the other half are playing. You never have to play anybody that had an off week and you didn't. And then, um, And then as it starts to shape down at the end, everybody's guaranteed 12 games. You guarantee everybody 12 games. So if somebody knows they're not going to make the 64, they start start scheduling one of their 12 games because after the 10, you make that an off week. And then teams that aren't going to make it, they can schedule it up and get ready to play. And so you have football that week, and then they uh, sort out the 64. And then the first rounds you do home and home. You seed it out, you do home and home. The high seed gets to be home team. And then after that, uh, you incorporate the bowls for the rest of the games. And the number of those bowls works out nearly perfectly. And then instead of being at the bowl site a week, you're at the bowl site for like two days, but uh, the winner advances, which makes it crazy exciting. If you get eliminated early, you have another game, You, you, uh, you have another game to play, which you can do in the natural breaks, or you can do it on, you know, the Wednesday night, Thursday night, then college football doesn't just relinquish a whole month right. to the NFL where they're not offering anything. And the NFL is just collecting money. Yeah. It seems and then, like the- um, and then in the end, the target number of games is 16, 16 for the champion. And then you could have the whole thing done on uh, January 1st.
1: So I've, I've heard you lay this out before and I've heard you point out that every other level of major football uh, down to the high school level has figured this out Has the NCAA ever kind of sent you guidelines on, on, on discussing the playoffs since you, you're not exactly being subverted, but you, you kind of are like, have you ever gotten reached out to them and then told you to stand down?
3: No, not at all. Uh, but occasionally you get the, you know, after the meetings or something, you know, everybody on board of this, and I'm, yeah, I'm generally quite supportive. But you know, but my, I reserve the right to my opinion on the playoffs. And the thing is, is you know, the only, the only entity you ever hear. Uh, that's dissatisfied with their playoff system is division one, NCAA division one. They're the only ones that are dissatisfied and we've been dissatisfied for decades. And yet all you have to do is look either direction, the NFL or uh, division one through one double or division three through one double a. And everybody's happy and people advance and it's incredibly exciting and it's fulfilling. And, and then, you know, all the discussions on, you know, this team should have made it, that team shouldn't have. I mean, the one thing that's indisputable, if you make it through the gauntlet, then, uh, you know, you've earned it, you know, even if there uh, was a lucky play or an unfortunate injury for somebody or something like that. And then, uh, well, and just the excitement, it's indisputable. It would make more money. And then the excitement level of it nationally, I think would be overwhelming.
0: Speaking of uh money, uh Coach Leach, I just saw in the news that the NCAs they uh they kind of set up a group where they're going to discuss a uh, a path for possibly paying athletes. What's your what's your opinion on that? Do you think that's a reality? Do you think they should be compensated in some way?
3: Well, they already are compensated. You know, I think I think well, I think a couple things. I think one the notion that they're not compensated is ridiculous. And now they get a cost-of-living stipend. So they get more now than they ever have before. This this business of a, of a student-athlete can't afford to go to a movie or buy a pizza on the weekend. I mean, you give them per diem. If you don't serve meals on the weekend, in our case, we don't serve meals on the weekend. We give them per diem for those days. And so does everybody else. And this business that... You know, these guys are broke and destitute. Well, of course, it's just ridiculous. And, you know, and then the occasional guy that's broke that bought a car or sent a bunch of money home or something like that, or lives in some really fancy house or something, well, that's just bad money management, you know? And <laughs> and, and then, plus, you agreed to scholarship the student-athlete, not the whole family. So, first of all, they are compensated. If they do want to compensate them more, I have no problem with that. I'm in favor of it. Compensate them more. uh, I mean, but just don't make a bidding war. Make sure it's not a bidding war. Make sure everybody uh, gives the same amount to the same amount of slots because it'll get extremely messy if uh, one school can give more than another school. And so I think it needs to be standardized. If it is, I mean, give them all a million dollars. I don't care. Just make it the same. (laughs) Uh, I mean, uh, uh, make make it all the same so everybody's on equal footing because if you upset and uh, obstruct the balance uh, of things and already things aren't as balanced, say, as the NFL. In the NFL, the difference between the best team talent-wise and the worst is a fairly narrow margin, and it's far closer than the team in our conference that has the most resources and the one that's got the least, but uh I don't think I I think it's bad business to obstruct the balance of it, but I don't think you can afford to do that.
0: Speaking of bidding war, you know, you are in college athletics trying to nail these big time recruits. Do you ever felt like you lost out on a recruit because he went somewhere where he may have been getting paid under the table? Do you ever worry about that in recruiting that you're you're kind of competing in an unfair market.
3: If we have it's anecdotal. Like I think that, okay. I think that, um, do I think teams out there cheat? Yeah. I think there's a handful. I think there's, I think there's less than people think, um, because I don't think this has evolved into a basketball situation. I think there's, I think there's less than, uh, people think I can probably count on, one hand, uh, maybe slightly more The through my experience, which is shoot almost 30 years now. (laughs) Who Uh, do you you got on that hand? (laughs) Teams that I think that, um, that cheat, you know, the, the latest and this, this is a rumor. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's true or not. The latest scheme that I heard that some were using is they'll, you know, they'll funnel it through As Some donor gives a church a certain amount of money. The athlete attends the church and then says he needs money and then finds his way into the money as it's being laundered by, uh, the church, you know, but, um, and I don't know if that's true. Um, but from my experience, I did not feel like well, in the Big Twelve, and I won't mention who I can think of one school that I do think occasionally, occasionally paid players. The you know, and the SEC's got the reputation for it, but it's been a long time since I've been in the SEC. I I, I haven't felt like, for the most part, uh, payers uh, players were getting paid uh, on the side, and some of these schools, some of these schools that they're talking about, you know. You don't really have the money to pay players, you know?
2: <laughs> right. I, uh, I, I was following the, uh, the basketball probe with the FBI and, and it's funny. I was re- the, Clemson's assistant coach got fired, but he was on an FBI wiretap. Essentially it, it was vague, but he was essentially saying we can do it like the football program. Keep it really tight, which I read as basically Clemson pays their players. Allegedly.
3: Yeah. You know, I don't know because I'm not I'm not real close to that program, and I don't I don't know the details, and um, and you know I mean it's it's kind of like uh, you know it's funny, and I think you know sometimes football get a bad rap. You'll have 120 players on the team, and then somebody gets into some kind of mischief, and then you know there's uh, a certain amount of national righteous indignation. Like you know, everybody's a thug. Well, let me just say this: if you have got 120 nuns together, 120 <laughs> angels together, <laughs> 120 kindergartners together, somebody's up to something, you right. know. And um, so, this notion that uh, uh, that everybody's perfect is just false. I, uh, I I don't I don't know if they pay players or not. I would say ask that basketball coach, you know.
0: Yeah, Mike, uh, you know, you talked about Big 12. What do you think uh what do you think of Cliff Kingsbury going to the Cardinals? What how do you see him making that adjustment?
3: Well, I'm extremely happy for Cliff, and I do think he'll do well offensively. But the other thing is if uh in some of those teams in the NFL, it's kind of a loose term who's the head coach. I mean, somebody's got the title, but if you hire all the assistants and you have control of the 53-man roster, then you're the head coach. If you if you don't have those things, then you have a distinguished position and uh, very possibly uh, a, a good, fulfilling job. But you're something, but you're not the head coach.
2: What do you think, though, in general of like football? I I, I see Kingsbury higher from from the Cardinal standpoint, from the Chiefs to all across the college football landscape on your offense. How do you feel seeing that happen? You got to feel like, man, this is great. The air raid offense, its it's been proven successful and it's changing the, ga- the game.
3: Well, I think that's accurate. I think that's accurate. And I think, um, and, you know, I mean, of course, uh, we did it in college and several colleges jumped on board. I think it's really flourished in the high schools. And then the NFL's been in it longer than, than I think people realize or it's sometimes reported because I think sometimes the people following and reporting on the NFL, you know, have uh, you know some notions that don't necessarily get uh, updated in a timely fashion, along with scouts. But if you think about the last two Super Bowls, there's been air raid concepts in, uh, on by all four teams. Right. And then around the country in the NFL, you know, like air uh, raid concepts. Well, you know, look at uh, New Orleans, look at Kansas City, look at uh, Green Bay, uh, look at New England for sure. New England was one of the first, I think, because look at New England when Bill Belichick first got there offensively and look at him now. And, you know, and, and about when they started to change, in my opinion, I I had the pleasure of coaching Wes Welker when they traded for Wes Welker. All of a sudden I saw some familiar plays out there and I don't think Wes (laughs) was calling any plays. I just think they thought, well, Hey, here's a good way to utilize Wes. And then, um, and then I think that, um, the, the Philadelphia Eagles for sure, the team that I thought would never fall because, you know, they're in the thick of it all the time, the Pittsburgh Steelers and they're, and, and they were in the thick of it when they were busting heads. And now the Steelers are throwing it all over the park. So, um, the you know, changed. if, uh, if even the Pittsburgh Steelers would do it, they'll all do it.
2: Hey, a lot of that is from you, man. Yeah. We, we love
3: the Broncos <laughs> too the Denver Broncos.
2: Yeah. Lo- love the offense. <laughs>
1: love, love you being our number one coach. And before we let you get out of here, we gotta ask you. We were talking playoffs earlier. Who is the number one seed in the Pirate playoff?
3: Okay, so well, that's that's a tough question. Okay, so, um, well, a a fascinating guy, but one that I perhaps disliked the most because he was just a vicious, horrible, disloyal guy and turned on his men was uh, Henry Morgan. (laughs) Um, but a fascinating story, very successful and basically went unscathed to, um, probably the most efficient in the finest operation with an untimely death was, uh, uh, black Bart, Bartholomew Roberts. And then the the most charismatic, the most fascinating, the funnest to watch, of course, Blackbeard. Yeah. Um, I've got it in my, for me, it's either Blackbeard, uh, let's say this, but Blackbeard and Bartholomew Roberts in the finals. Um, <laughs> if, 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 if it, if it becomes hand to hand, if the game evolves where it's hand to hand, I got to go with uh, uh Blackbeard, but if they can maneuver and keep their distance, I'm going with Bartholomew Roberts. How about that? <laughs>
0: awesome. Uh, appreciate your time, Mike Leach. Uh, make sure you give uh, Coach Leach a follow on Twitter at Coach Underscore Leach. And uh, yeah, you can check out all his uh, books over on uh, Amazon. And uh, appreciate the time, Coach. Good luck this year.
3: Yeah, yeah. Thanks. I appreciate. It. Yeah, those books are still selling well on Amazon. Uh, Swing your sword, which is my path into coaching, and. Uh, Geronimo leadership lessons of an American lawyer, uh, uh, American warrior, where we talk about, uh, uh, the life of Geronimo.
2: That's awesome. pretty awesome. I got, I got to check those out. We appreciate everything and best of luck on the season. Uh, I'm going to try to get up to a game. I went to the USC game earlier uh, or last year. I thought you guys had that one actually, but, uh, I, I got to get up to Pullman sometime.
3: Well, we definitely should have won that game. Um, and then, uh, but yeah, We'll co- come up anytime. I'll show you guys around and uh, I hope we can do this again sometime.
0: Awesome. We'll do take care. Coach Leach. Oh, that was awesome. Getting to mix it up with Mike Leach. You know, we're going to take him up on that offer to head up to uh, Washington state one of these days. And again, like we said, grab some of those Mike Leach books and do it with the Amazon link, go to sports gambling com slash Amazon. And of course rate review and share on iTunes for the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green for Colby, Danton the college experience. He is Ryan
1: hashtag pirate life ain't easy
0: Kramer. <laughs> let it ride.